So my name is Eloho Femoi. I am a personal brand visibility coach for women of faith, creative women of faith in business and women of faith in leadership. I am a singer, songwriter, a gospel artist, a worship leader. I've got two albums on. Hello and welcome to Obehi Podcast. I'm your host, Obehi Ewanfo. And I strongly believe that everyone has a story to share. Now let's get started with this episode. Um, iTunes, two studio recorded albums. I've got a few singles and some videos as well. I'm a radio broadcaster. I broadcast on radio every Monday to Thursday mornings from 6 a.m. where I inspire people to start their day right with music, um, with interviews, with uh, devotionals, prayers, and just um, jokes and quizzes to just get people started off right as they begin their day. I run the radio station. So I started the radio station back in 2017. So it's about six years now. And we initially started as an online radio station. That is so interesting. I mean, we have a lot to, to crack our teeth about uh, uh, today. We'd love to talk about us, about what we are doing and um, how we are adding value to the community because that is that is why we are here. Yeah. So th thank you so much for upsetting to share with us so that we can also learn from you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. So how we start here usually is that we, we go a little bit about you, uh, about your background. Then we move into what you do because we are really, we are really interested in knowing the story behind what you do. It helps okay. us to understand this. All right. So were you born in Scotland uh, mm -hmm. or did you move to Scotland from some other place? Yeah, I was born in Nigeria, Wari, Delta States, precisely. Area. <laughs> um, area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was born in Wari. I schooled in Wari. I did my secondary school in Wari, our ladies' high school. And um, from then on moved to... Lagos, then Benue State, Makodi, where I did my uni. I studied languages and linguistics in Benue State. Did my youth service in Kaduna. So you can see I am a globetrotter. I've moved around <laughs> Nigeria a bit. I did my youth service in Kaduna State. Got married in 1999 and was in Port Harcourt for about, so 1999 to about 2006. Yes when my husband and I and our first child at that time, uh, we relocated to the United Kingdom. So we're in London for a few months and then we moved to Aberdeen in Scotland. And then to Edinburgh, where we're now based. I wasn't born in Scotland. I was born in the Big Hearts, Niger Delta. That's lovely. I love to hear that. I love to hear. Anyway, for people that are not uh, Nigerian, if I don't understand when I say area, that is our special way of greeting our our brothers and sisters <laughs> that are coming that are coming from yeah. uh, from worry from that part of it's really a big heart you said no? we mm -hmm. love to hear that we love to hear that all right so you growing up uh, in worry now what do you want us to remember of you as a young girl growing up in worry our special worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, worry I love worry worries. Is, is home, you know, for me. And um, 
what would I want to remember or want you to remember? Back in the day, my mom used to be a caterer. She's, she's gone to be with the Lord now, but she used to be a caterer. And um, yeah, so rest in peace. Amen. She supplied Leventis, Kingsways, you know, all the stores back in the day. So as a young girl, as a, growing up, as a teenager, we had to help mom out. So mom was not just a caterer. She was also a farmer. She had farms. She had okra farms. She had poultry. She had, you know, rabbit farms and all of that. So we were hands-on, you know, working with her. And I remember one of such um, incidents where I had to go. Um, th there was these bikes. I don't know if they still have them bikes. You know those big bikes that had baskets in front of them? And mm -hmm. you ride them, yeah. So I used to ride those bikes to go and supply to Kingsway, Leventis, meat pies, cakes, croissants, and stuff like that. So I remember that clearly. But one unfortunate incident happened that I will never forget in a hurry. We used to live in Bendel Estate. And so I I can't remember exactly where I went, if I was coming back from school or if I uh, was delivering something. But as I got out, I was trying to get out of the taxi when they stopped. The taxi stopped in front of the estate gate at that point. And then not looking to see if there was any taxi or anything, anything coming, I just opened the door to step out. And as I was trying to step out, there was this, I don't know, which, uh, the street was so high that the guy just came and hit the door. So the door came off. Yeah. And, and you know, th that memory doesn't leave my mind because like, what could have happened, do you understand, if I had stepped out while coming out of the taxi? Luckily, I think one of my big brothers was uh, coming out from somewhere and saw me because obviously taxi drivers, everybody were trying to... But that's... that's <laughs> One memory that never leaves me, but I really loved um, growing up in Worry. It was, it was, it was really, really a good time. So yeah, those are some of my memories from Worry and some things that you can remember. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. That that is really important. Um, you see, why, why we do this is because it is important for us to share our stories. Story actually help us to connect. Uh, I'm just in a, in a conclusion of. Um, of my five-part um, series about storytelling, where oh, wow. I'm stressing the, the need of um, of small businesses to use story in their content creation and in their small businesses because it is mm -hmm. vital. It is very important. Yeah. Uh, just now, people are listening to you uh, that we are going to because we are titling this uh, personal branding. They want to be hearing about branding. But as you tell story, as you are telling the story of what happened in worry, you are taking them to worry. Perhaps they have never been to worry. Just hearing those those things, they already created a con you are creating a connection with the people, and it's really very powerful. Yeah. I really, I really love it. I think story really help us to to say at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how did you get into personal branding? Because you are no longer in worry now. You are in Scotland. Okay. Um, I mean, it's it's been a journey. I just didn't become a personal brand strategist or personal brand uh, coach from from when I began. So I left Worry. Before I left Worry, okay, I left Worry, went to school, got married, lived in Port Harcourt for a while. While I was in Port Harcourt, I worked with an NGO 
who was interested in young children, teaching them, you know, we took 50 children and we're teaching them about, about sciences. The project was called 50 for the Future. After um, I was there for a few years, I think a couple of years or so, but I got pregnant, had my first child, and I didn't want to go back to work because I wanted to take care of my child. So I thought that because I'm a doer. <laughs> As a creative, I'm a doer. I just can't be still. I love to. I love to do, you know. And so I said to my husband that I wanted to start a cyber cafe. I had always had, I have, I still have love for um, computers, technology, even though I didn't study any of that, but I've always loved computers, technology, the internet. And so coming from a background where I was working with an NGO who was helping uh, children, teaching children, I wanted to be able to invest in children as well. So I wanted to set up this cyber cafe first and foremost to generate an income for myself. Then secondly, to be able to teach children how to use computer at that time. That was like early 2000s, you know. So I created the Cyber Cafe, which was doing well, um, was running as a business. I was running, I, at this point, I now registered my own NGO. I was now training children, going to schools, you know, and just doing all the works. But then we had to relocate. And when we were relocating, I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? So the first thing I did when we relocated to the UK was set up a charity, because I'm coming from that background where I've, I've been used to giving, helping out. So I thought, you know, coming to the UK, there, there must be something that I can do. And then moving to Aberdeen in Scotland, which is like Niger Delta, you know, I just thought, okay, maybe there's a project that we could do with kids from Aberdeen and Nigeria, Port Harcourt precisely. But that didn't quite kick off because I didn't have the um, all of the resources I needed at that time. So I put that on hold and just carried on with um, everyday life, getting a normal job, you know, a nine to five job. I worked with Slumberger for about five years. After working with Slumberger for five years, I, um, <laughs> I got pregnant and then this time I had twins. So it was while I was um, um, taking care of my kids because I had to now stop work. Eventually I stopped working full time because I had to give time to the twins. But it was while I was um, one of the nights that the, the whole process of building a brand started. Now, in hindsight, I knew that was what I was doing. But at that point, I didn't know anything about branding, personal branding. But I knew the the concepts you know i was i was using the concept without actually knowing what it was if you get what i mean so i said okay now i've had children because my first child was about seven there was nothing happening so after seven years i have two children i should be happy and content but there was just this deep desire in my heart for more i wanted to do more I wanted to impact people. You know, there was just so many ideas. But one thing that I have always loved and I still love, my son says, I sing when I'm happy. I sing when I'm sad. I sing when I don't need to. If you tell me a word, I turn it into a song. I've always loved to sing. And one of my dreams at that time, before I left Nigeria, when I was doing my youth service, was to organize concerts. And so one of those uh, nights when I woke up and I was taking care of the children, I just heard a voice to say, uh, saying to me, what happened to that dream and that vision? So it was at that point I now thought, wow, I've got to do this, you know. And so from then on, what I started to do was building uh, a community without realizing that that was what I was doing. 
I started to build the no like trust factor. So I started going on social media to talk about myself, to share my journey, to share my story, you know, and to share my dreams. You know, I have a dream. There was one time I, I went on social media. So I have a dream that one day darling Jack will come to my concerts, you know, so I started doing all of that. And, um, I, I now put out a concert in 2011. So that was the first concert I put. What did I do while I was trying to organize the, the concert? I had to uh, make contacts with people. I had to get them to trust me enough to attend this concert, coming from nowhere, coming from a, a nobody, an unknown person. You know, I had to get them to trust me. So uh, my friends came on board, lots of people in the city came on board, and we had a fantastic concert in 2011. Wow, yay! Okay, Eloha, you have to do this again. So I started the process all over again, you know. How do I get people? Because people came, people attended. So how did I make that happen? How did that work? I was just me. I was just showing up as my authentic self. I was connecting with people long, long before people started teaching on social media. Make sure you respond to every comment, engage, blah, blah, blah. I was doing all of that without realizing that this this thing, you know, people are people pay money to 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 learn them. Uh, people are teaching people these things and um, asking for a fee. But I was just doing me. And then as I was doing me, I began to grow my brand. People started associating me with certain things, either with my long hair. You know, I used to love doing long braids. They started associating me with that. They started associating me with music. They started associating me with, with social media. So people were now asking for my help. Eventually, in 2014, I released um, my first album. And it did so well. You know, using all the principles I had used to promote the concert, I started using the same principles to uh, promote my album. I had uh, an album launch party, which had never been done in um, Aberdeen at that time. So everything I was doing was making me stand out, you know, which is one of the things I teach my clients, you know, in whatever you do, you need to stand out because there's so much people, so so many people out there vying for, you know, uh, for the attention of your audience. So I, um, I began to just show up like that. I began to connect with people, release the album. And then people started to ask me questions. How can you help me? I have a song coming out. Can you promote it? I have this because at that point, if I put anything on my social media pages, it got quite a lot of engagement. So people started asking for my help. But still at that point, I didn't realize what I was doing was building my brand. You know, so I just went on, carried on doing what I would normally do. And then in 2015, my children now were at that point where they could start a primary school. So while they went to primary school, I thought, you know what, I just didn't, again, I just didn't want to stay home doing nothing. So let me put um, all my passion for social media into something, you know, let me go and study digital marketing and understand how to use it strategically, you know, so that I can help. <laughs> that is my... a key word there. That is a key word there. Please go yes. on. <laughs> <laughs> so that I can help my uh, client, well, 
at that time they were not clients they were just friends so i was like because i at that point i was seeing a lack in the gospel music industry where people would produce their music and not the music was not going anywhere just because they were not using online PR, they were not using social media at the time. So I thought that, you know what, if I study social media, I'll be able to help them and show them that this is the way to do it. This is the way to brand yourself. This is the way to position yourself. This is the way to, to speak. So I went and studied digital marketing, came out from digital marketing, and I got my first client, uh, who is a gospel artist and A-list. And he says, Eloho, I want you to manage my profile. I was like, me? I can do it for myself. I don't know if I can do it for you. At this point, I had, you know, amassed over 30,000 followers across all my platforms, you know. And so he came. I was like, okay, remember what you did to get these followers. Why don't you do the same for him? So I started to produce the kind of content. So this was all me behind the scenes. I started to produce the kind of content that I knew God's engagement you know i started to understand um all right his audience this is the kind of thing they like so i started producing those kind of content this is someone who had spent so much money on different uh, techniques technology people had paid him oh we'll do this brand he'll do that he had not gotten any results he started working with me and in less than six weeks his engagement just went while he was like what are you doing I said well that's my secret I can't tell you what I'm doing so it was at that point I thought you know what let's let's do this thing properly let's turn this passion for me it was a passion you know let's turn this passion into profit so I started charging um people so I'll manage your social media so I actually started off managing social media but I soon discovered that managing social media was a whole lot of work that I was not ready to do um I thought providing the strategy would be uh, a better help and then they can do it or find someone to do it themselves so I kind of evolved into a coach after a couple of years of managing social media, I started teaching, people started inviting me to speak. And I noticed something when they invite me to speak, everybody wanted me to talk about branding because they were seeing what I wasn't seeing, if you get what I mean. I, at that point, I was just calling myself social media manager. But people were like, oh, your brand is so strong. Everybody kept saying brand, brand, brand. But I thought branding had to do with the websites, the logo. I was like, oh, I've got people who do my brands, my my branding, you know, is it is until you know recently that I realized that personal branding is not necessarily the logos. All of that is part of it, but personal branding is you. Interesting, my um my 12-year-old twins were talking about oh my brand colors just just before I, we came I came on to this interview. And the girl says, Oh, her brand colors are pink and green or something. And then she says, mom, your brand colors are this. So I now asked the boy, what's your brand color? I was like, I'm not a brand mom, please. <laughs> so I said, <laughs> I said, okay, this is this is my time to shine. Hey, darling, you are the brand. Because it was like, I don't have a brand. I said, you are the brand. Why do I say that? Because your brand uh, is your reputation. And like Jeff Bezos will say, it is what people say about you when you're not in a room. It's your values. It's the kind of impression you want to leave, you know, 
um, on the hearts of people. And that's been one big thing through my journey. I've always said I want to leave a positive, lasting impact on the lives of the people that I encounter. That's branding. At that point, I didn't realize it, you know. So it was when I transitioned or evolved. Evolve is my word as well. When I evolved into the personal um, or coach, I started calling myself visibility coach. Because at that point, I just said, okay, let me help you get online visibility. I can help you increase your online visibility. Not knowing that visibility is one of the strategies to grow your personal brand. So you see, everything that I have done led me to the point where I am today as the personal brand coach, personal brand strategies, and marketing expert for creative women of faith in business or leadership or creatives, you know, generally. So that's been my journey into uh, branding, personal brands, coming from the background of music, singing, radio broadcasting, all of that. While I was doing that, I was building a brand. And if you ask anybody in the world, what is Eloho's brand color? Everybody will tell you the same thing because I wanted to stand out, you know, and I knew that for me to make a mark, to leave an unforgettable experience in the minds and in the hearts of people, I had to stand out. So I play a lot with my colors. And so um, I remember one coach I worked with was like, Hello. at this point, I wasn't even thinking brand. I was thinking visibility. Grow your visibility. <laughs> and it was like, Hello. I just love the way you brand yourself. I'm like, this word branding again, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but that's been my journey so far. And I've come to fully embrace it. And I'm loving every moment of it because I can I can be me. I can um, I can relate everything I do to personal branding. The other day on my Instagram, I put how radio broadcasting has taught me or what radio broadcasting has taught me about personal branding. So you see, every day of my life, I'm looking for the opportunity to teach people how to stand out, how to build their online presence, how to be this brand. And I know that a few of the women I've worked with, no, 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 coach, I'm not a brand. I'm not a brand. I'm just a singer, a musician. I was like, mm, okay, I was, I was in that same place where you were, so I understand. But you are the brand. And you, you have many expressions, really. So you can be the singer, the podcaster, the radio broadcaster, the coach as well. So that's, that's been my journey, really. That's powerful, sister. That's very powerful. It's so powerful. Thank you. Thank you for being there, no? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I believe that each and every one of us is like a little, a little candle. Uh, but the choice now is up to us whether we want to light it or we want to let exactly. it die. Um, yes. If we let it that if we if we let it shine, if we light if we light us, if we if we answer our call, um, if we decide to be who we are, then we will be a resources for other people. Yeah, I like. Yeah, yeah. There's a quote. Sorry to just interrupt. There's a mm -hmm. quote I read. I can't remember who it's from, but his, it, she says that when we shine our light we give other people the permission to shine their own light. So it's a ripple effect, you know? So Absolutely. I so much love that. I so much love that. It is true. The other day I was interviewing a guest here. I was, I was telling the person that I think that we speak not for ourselves, but for others. That's if speaking well for yourself, you wouldn't need the mouth to talk because <laughs> what you are talking about is already inside of you. You are the one thinking it. 
But the fact that you are you are verbalizing it, you are saying it out, is because you want to make an impact. Yeah. And we should be bold enough to make an impact, to be the light so that other people That's can it. see. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you That's so much, Ella Hall. You're welcome. All right. Now tell me, to the amateur, what does it mean personal branding? If you were to describe it uh, in a very short way. Okay. Um, like I said at, at the start, personal branding is your reputation. Um, whether we like it or not, we're building a brand. Every single one of us is building a brand. Why do I say that? When, when you walk into a room and leave, people have something to say about you. Yeah. <laughs> so it then uh, um, boils down to, to you to be intentional about what you want them to be saying about you. So personal brand, the branding just refers to your reputation. It refers to how you want to be seen, how you want to be known. What, um, what feelings do you want to your presence, your product, your business, your music, whatever? What are the feelings you want to evoke in the people who listen, who watch, who read, who buy your products? So in, in layman's language, that is personal branding. It's who you are. It's your values. It's what's important to you. It, it looks to me now uh, like a story, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay, a story sometimes is nothing more than your experience that is being narrated. And of course, you can choose to narrate the story or you can give this huge privilege to another person to narrate your story. Yeah. Ah, what an error. Yeah. What, what an error. Yeah. That is what we do. Mm -hmm. Because we should be the ones singing our song. That is actually what the universe is asking us to do. And if we don't do it, That's we are shortchanging humanity. So yeah. we must be shiny. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for that. I've, wor I've worked with people who feel like, you, you know, um, personal branding is self-promotion. You know, I don't want to self. I don't want to promote myself. I don't want to come, come across as being too much. And I say, you know what? You have a fantastic product, yeah? Fantastic. But nobody knows about it. So of what use is it? <laughs> So you've got to shout about the work that you're doing. Be proud about the work that you were doing. Not everybody will get you. And that is okay. You have to be okay with not everybody liking you, trusting you, or following you. You've got to be okay. You know, I struggled with that for a whole, my goodness, I, I don't know how many years, but for a long, long, long time, I struggled with the fact that, so you mean these people don't like me? Why? I'm a likable person. <laughs> But I soon got to realize that, you know what, Eloho, you are not everyone's cup of tea. You've just got to show up for the people who love you, the people who value you, the people who need what you have will come to you. So stop trying to be everything to everybody. You cannot, like my Nigerians would say, you're not jollof rice. <laughs> and so in, in 2020, I wrote a book, You Are Not Everyone's yeah. Cup of Tea. And um, it was like, I shared a bit about my story there, what I have been through, the rejections I faced, the imposter syndrome I had to deal with, the lack of confidence, the low self-esteem that I had to deal with. And for me, it was like freeing. You're talking about storytelling. Just sharing my story resonated with other people who, who were going through the same path, couldn't 
vocalize or verbalize it. But now reading that, oh, wow, this woman we look up to, she's also going through the same thing as me, you know. So I, I like to say you're not everyone's cup of tea. Um, just just show up for those who you have been sent to. And that is so true. That is so true. Because if we are, if we are uh, going to save everybody, although we don't really have the power, the possibility, uh, whether based on the, the resources that we have or the reach that we possibly can, we just cannot do it. You cannot save everybody. Yeah. If there will be a confusion. You Seriously. See? Yeah. <laughs> but for the fact that I am doing one thing and this is the one thing I really can put my effort in, it means that I will be better in that. All right, now, you see, uh, I remember, for example, when I was growing up in Urumi, uh, which is not even too far away from Wari, okay, I'm in a yeah. state, uh, you are in Delta State. So yeah. uh, there was this uh, ghost meat uh, that was very close to our house. Uh, of course, in our local language, uh, we'll call ghost meat Ojogun. So yeah. he's the one that was doing a knife, uh, doing trap, if you want to go to the forest uh, to catch animal, or sometimes he also do gun, of course, he have those potential, the possibility to do that, or he can prepare cutlass for you. The point, what I just want to point out is that each time you go to his shop, you always meet him that is there. He's always there 24 hours. Well, mm. this can be because, okay, the man was sort of having a, a little problem with his leg. Maybe that is why he was not moving, going somewhere. But what I really want to point out there is that, but that is an adage among my people that if you go to the shop of Ojogo, you will meet him with his tools working. This is what it really should wow. be. Because if you are always refining your ability to do what you are doing and you are doing that thing, even if you are a blockhead, at a point, you will know how to do it you and will. do it better than Very any well. other person. Yeah, yeah. So I really, I really, I really enjoy the, the the sharing and the the importance of us accepting that we are our personal branding. That you are going to sing your song, otherwise that song will never come out. Never, <laughs> never. <laughs> All never. right. Now, uh, are there so? examples of personal branding you would like to share with us i know that you are mostly concentrating on women is that correct yes but i mean okay. the principles the principles i teach can apply to anyone but just because like we, we just established that uh -huh. we can't we, we we have not been sent to everybody we can't reach everybody to be honest i've worked with my first client I talked about was a guy, you know. The first clients I managed their social media were all guys. So now they still come to me to help them with their social media, but that's that's a, a consultancy business I now do. So the principles I teach can apply to anyone, but I just need to focus on finding my tribe so that my tribe would resonate and understand me. And that's one, one, one key key principle, key strategy when you're building your personal brand. People must be able to identify with you, your voice and your message. So, I mean, I can't be teaching nurses, for instance, because I don't know anything about nursing. <laughs> I'm a creative. I've, I've, I've been through certain things that when I'm talking to a fellow creative who's trying to build their personal brand, I can share my personal experience. 
and they'll get it and they're like, yeah, exactly. And that's what that's what tends to happen, you know. So when you're building your personal brand, you want to get your audience to go, yes, it, it's true. That's how I feel exactly. So I think that's that's one of the things I, I'll talk about. Secondly, consistency. You know, um, it's it's not a it's a journey. It takes time. It takes effort for people to know you, to like you, to trust you. So you've got to give, 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 give. And then people now say, okay, I think I can trust this person. You talked about, um, what's his name now? The the, 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 yeah. the, the, the goldsmith? The goldsmith. People trusted him because he was always there. He was, anytime you go there, you find him. Anytime you want to take anything related to goldsmithing to him, he was there. He was being consistent. Yes, you may say circumstances made him that way, but he could have chosen not to do that. But instead, he decided to show up. So consistency is a big, 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 big one for me. When you're building your personal brand, you've got to put time, you've got to put effort, you've got to put money. And um, it's not it's not a one-size-fits-all. So what works for you, Obehi, wouldn't work for me what works. So that's what I try to do with my clients. Some of my clients are podcasters. Some of them are musicians. Some of them uh, are just starting out in business. Some of them are hairdressers. So I cannot give all of them the same strategies or the same formula. Yes, there are some basic things that we need to cover, like um, uh, what is your message? Who is it for? Why do you do what you do? How do you do it? Where do you do it? All of that, those are basic principles that we need to establish. Those are basic principles that we need to establish for every band. Your who, I like to say your who, your what, your where, your why, yeah? And um, what else? I, I believe in uh, visibility. You've got to show up because there are people waiting on somebody like you to show up you have what they need so if you are not showing up you're depriving them of the gifts of the talents that you have so when I, t I tell my clients sometimes you're just being selfish you know because what you have is not for you <laughs> that product is not for you you're not going like to use that. your own product yeah you're not going to use your own product you're not going to teach yourself what you've learned so how do people know you when you don't talk about it, when you don't show up? And I have a, I, I usually have a go at them. You're showing up, okay, but you're showing up randomly. You're showing up without a strategy. You're just putting quotes and quotes and quotes and quotes. Or in my case, when <laughs> before I started getting intentional about my branding, when you come to my Instagram page, you wouldn't know who has the page because I had pictures of everyone celebrating birthday on there. You know, so people didn't even know who I was per se. So um, you've got to show up so that they know your voice. They um, they can resonate with your message. And then when they're ready to do business, when they're ready to buy, they will remember you. I remember when I got really serious about building my personal brand. I was working on my Instagram. I was showing up. I was giving value. I was sharing tips that will help people. I was sharing my journey, my story, my experiences. Even every stage I was transitioning, every stage I was evolving, I was letting people know. 
when I was transitioning from the musician to the social media to the radio broadcaster, from starting the radio station to the place where I I um I struggled with social media and then transitioned into a personal uh, brand coach. I took my audience on that journey. So they knew me, they trusted me, they liked me like, okay, this person knows what she's saying or knows what she's doing. And because of that, I have been featured on there's a there's a UK show. It's called Come Dine With Me. And I, I remember when the first approached me on Instagram, hey, we followed you, would like you to be on our program. Would you like it or do you know someone else? I was like, oh, wow, the power of visibility because I was showing up. So they had seen me that, oh, this person will fit. And I did it because I'm adventurous, I'm creative. People still don't understand why I did it, but I did it. But the same power of visibility has got me into local press as well, you know, and national press. So it is important that when you're building your personal brand, you you are able to connect with your audience. You're able to show up as your authentic self. You're able to be be visible, stand out. If you want to stand out uh, for me, I stand out with my colors. Uh, Once you see me and I wear them. So it's not just... And I'm not asking people to wear their brand colors now, <laughs> but th- this was my approach. So what you see is what you get. I wear I wear yellow at home, or you see my yellow across my social media platforms. Um, what else do I um, message? Your message must be clear. You know, your message must be clear. People must know exactly what you're about. Today, I'm talking personal branding, right? Maybe tomorrow I now come and start talking nothing that has anything to do with personal branding. Obviously, you've got your pillars. When you have your pillar content, you can establish the fact that these are my pillar content. These are what I talk about. Branding, confidence, inspiration, consistency, visibility, yeah? But I'm not going to go and bring health and start off today. I'm talking about health. There's a client of mine that I worked with and, and and she didn't complete the program, but she went and now she's doing her thing. And I'm looking at her, I was like, who are you? What exactly are you doing? Because your message is getting confusing. Your messaging is getting confusing. So you've got to uh, um, stick to your message, be clear about your messaging and not just jump from trend to trend. This is what is happening now. So let me talk about it. Yes, there's a time and a place, you know, where you talk about things that are happening, but stick to what you want to be known for and don't get bored of it. You know, people can get bored. Of, I've been saying this thing every time, every time, every time, but stick to it. I think in marketing, they say it takes it takes somebody to see your, um, your adverts, your content seven times before they buy. So um, stick, stick to your message. And um, yeah, those are some of the things I would say. Thank you for that. Thank you. It's very important. Yeah, I, I will always uh, like to refer to the story of Ujogu. It is really very important because if you, you know, uh, in some of my book, I've, I've said that if you plant uh, the maize in the ground today and you go there a uh, few hours later to harvest it, you will not get anything. If you <laughs> enter it to a deep. jet, jet is yeah. very fast. If you enter it this second and you want to be in the other side of the city just this second, you will not, it will not work. It means mm. that you need time to mature. Mm. Everything needs time. That is a correspondent time for it to happen. Yeah. So where I really want to go here is, say maybe for example, uh, if you look, at, you look back at your story 
at what, where you have come from to this point now. You see, you have passed a lot of years, a lot of experiences for you to be able to get here, you know? You couldn't have just been catapulted here all of no a sudden. No way. No way. <laughs> because you are going to refine yourself. I usually make the, the example of gold. If you take gold in the raw state, it's just like every other dust. Yeah. But it's going to refine it. You're going to put it to heat. Mm. Not just small heat. Very high amount of heat. It is important that we understand that whatever we are doing, we are going to be consistent on it. We are going to remain doing it without ever feeling bored. We shouldn't be. Yeah. No. Because if you, don't, if you don't put your time on it, if you don't spend your time on it and remain there, if you don't believe it, who is going to believe it? Nobody. Who is going to believe it? Exactly. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. So we're, going to, we're going to remain there. Now, if you were to say this is tomorrow, today you are starting, I'm asking this question in relation to the people that are just starting now who do not know yet where where to start from yeah there are yeah. a lot of them in the community that is why yeah. we're also doing this one what would you do differently in your own case knowing what you know now this is today you are starting this is me personally i will believe in myself i will believe in my abilities i would not um I would not look at other people and feel like, you know what, they've gone, they've gone ahead. I don't think I can do this. So I'm going to believe in myself a lot. And then I'll get radically clear. I will get clarity. I know that everything I have been through has led me to this point. But there's some things that I could have avoided if I had um, if I had clarity as to what I wanted to do who I want to become, who, um, how I want people to relate with me, who do I want to serve, you know? So that's the first thing I will tell um, any person who is starting today. Life is always evolving, but you've got to learn to start from that place. Even if you don't have all of the clarity, you probably have an idea. Yeah. Say, okay, maybe I want to be a, a podcaster and I want to be able to reach people of a certain demography. I want to be able to um, teach them about gardening, for instance. Yeah. At least you have some sort of clarity. So when you get radically clear, you can work with someone to say, okay, these these are these are some of the things that I, I want to do. And I believe that. Um, this is where I should go. Then they'll be able to help you to now build that, build a strategy, build your brand identity. So how do you want to be seen? You don't want to just be like every other person so that um, your message gets lost online so or, or, or wherever, not just online now. So the first thing first will just be get clear, get radically clear on who you want to be, where you want to go, who you want to speak to, how you want people to um, think about you, and also um, how you the, the feelings that you want them to have when they encounter you. Then, secondly, would just create a brand identity. And I'm talking about clarity now. It's a whole lot. It may take you years. <laughs> you know, it may take you months. It may take you weeks. But remembering that it's a journey, not a destination, gives you hope. Um, like I said, life keeps evolving and clarity comes while you are doing. Yeah. So 
that's something that's so 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 key you may have okay i want to be i want to be a best selling author and you're not doing anything about it nothing is going to work yeah it's better you do fail learn than just say, okay i want to be a best selling author and every morning you come and then you affirm yourself i'm a best selling author without doing anything so clarity comes from doing get radically clear but while you are getting clear be doing and then get help get help from those people who have been there before a mentor a coach a teacher youtube videos podcasts such as this get them then create a brand identity for yourself and um amplify your visibility with your message with your content the kind of content that you create so that's what i would say to anyone who's just starting all right i believe that they are listening i believe i believe so now i want to believe that somebody have a question like but why am I unable to get clarity? Again, I'm talking of people that are just starting now. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, sometimes I believe that when we start, because it happens to me, it happens to almost everybody that is starting. Okay, uh, at a point, uh, in this uh, five series on storytelling, I was talking of uh, mindset, business mindset, that sometimes, maybe by random or by, by the forces of nature, we might find people that are born with business mindset. Mm -hmm. But these are very few. Perhaps you might actually be less than one percent. But the majority of all of us, every other person, have to learn it. Which means you mm -hmm. can learn it. It's a skill that you can learn. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. I I think that in most of the cases, when we start, we are like in a smoke, mm -hmm. in a confusion. So you are going to have to fine tune yourself little by little, just moving, begin to take away those things that are not leading you into your yeah. destination. Yeah. But in this case, you need to know where you are going because not everything is going to follow you to your destination. No, no. There are no. some of them that will just take you to a point and they fall out. Like the dust of, it, the, of the earth that becomes the gold. The dust of earth that becomes the gold is like every other dust. Yeah. When you take it away to the process, when you put it in the heat, it's still like every other does because all the heat, all the content, all the shaft, they are together. Yeah. But when you begin to beat it, it doesn't go out also immediately. It, they, they begin to fall out little by little mm -hmm. until it becomes finally refined. Yeah. So yeah. I believe that somehow we are like that. I, yeah. I, want to, I want you to help me. Yeah, yeah say something like you. That's I'm here what, for you. That's what I referred to when I said clarity comes while you're doing. So I have this particular client I'm working with now, yeah? Um, I had seen her on different, you know, different masterclasses, different programs, trying to gain clarity. And then I was invited to speak at a membership where she's on. And so when, after speaking, she told the lady, um, that she wants to work with me because my message resonates with her. And so this lady reached out to me and said, this girl says so, 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 and so. So I had a conversation with her. I said, okay, let's work together. And then she goes away. And then the next thing I see her jumping on different classes and groups. Eventually, we started to work together. And through the process, because one of the things she said to the lady in that membership was she's still not clear about what she should be doing. 
she knows this is the business she would like to do. This is her passion, but she's still not clear. So I said to her, I was like, you know what? <laughs> Clarity will come while you are doing. Just keep doing the things that bring you joy, so to speak. You want to help women, right? She says, yes. All right. How do you want to help them? What do you think is their problem, you know, um, that you want to solve? So she now goes back to think of the issues that she's had, that she struggled with, and then she's come away. And she's like, oh, I can do this with them. I can do that with them. I said, yes, that's it. And within three weeks, this woman absolutely changed. I started to see her showing up on social media, you know, talking with so much confidence. And I was like, what changed? <laughs> and then she sends me a message and says, thank you, Coach E. I finally now have clarity. But I know that, you know, it's, it's going to still keep evolving. And that's why I call my program Evolve, because we cannot know all. You know, we keep evolving. You need the right mindset. You need the right people around you that will support you. So when you're struggling to say, okay, I'm not sure what I'm doing. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what I would like to do. They are able to help you and say, okay, in my experience, this is what I did. This is what I, I, I didn't do. So yes, you may be in that position where you're not clear about what you ought to do. But that's why I said, keep doing what you are doing, what you know to do. Look at yourself as your, your um, ideal client or ideal audience. Where were you 10 years ago? What did you need at that time? Who helped you? And begin to show up as that person now so that your client who is going through what you went through 10 years ago is able to now... Uh, um, you're able to now help them. That way you begin to understand. When I shared my story, when I shared my journey, I told you all the different parts I'd been on, but everything I had done led me to the point where I am. So the first thing I would say is you really need to get an idea of what is my big vision? Where do I want to be? Who do I want to impact? I know you want to reach the whole world, but no, you can't reach the whole world. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so just go back. And for me, I've always wanted to inspire people. That's been my big word. I've always wanted to um, leave a positive, lasting impact. How am I going to do that? I don't know. But what do I know? I love to sing. I love to worship. Okay, let's organize a worship event. Bam! We start to organize worship event. Oh, I can actually do more. I can produce an album. Oh, yeah. I can do social... Yes. Oh, now I can teach. So there's, there's been a journey. There's been a process. So if you... if you The thing is, like you talked about mindset, it's a mindset thing because you want everything to just happen now. You want clarity to come now, now. Clarity doesn't come now, 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 now. No. <laughs> You've got to work through the process. You've got to evolve through the process. You've got to learn what, what, um, what resonates with the people that you're sent to. You've got to even learn how 
um, how to position yourself, for instance, you know, so it's, it's, it's a process, it's a journey. And that's why you need a coach. That's why you need a mentor. That's why you need podcasts such as this, because I know that so many people come here and, and they give you so much nuggets. They drop some value bombs, you know, that will help you take you from point A to at least somewhere in the middle before you get to point Z. <laughs> Thank you so much. That is why we love all our brothers and sisters that are coming here to share value. Because that is essentially what we need. You see, this podcast came like, let me just share a bit, a bit of the story with you. So when I came to Italy in 2004, at the point I was like asking myself, but these people that I've come to meet in the city where I live, which is Verona, why did they come here? What yeah. have they done? What can I learn from them? Because mm. deep inside of me, I know that I was going to be like some other persons who have been here before. Because like you said, we are all in the process. Mm -hmm. You are born today. You grow up. You don't grow small. If you are, uh, maybe you are grown maybe to like uh, um, a two, three feet, you cannot grow to be one feet anymore. You cannot enter into your mother's <laughs> womb anymore. You no, are passed no. through that process. Then you are moving on. Yeah. So one thing I found is that while there might be a lot of complaint, there is racism, there is discrimination. Yes, it is true. There are all these, but there are also a lot of value in the community. So yeah. what can we do? Let's share. Because if you share your experience with me, I can learn from you how I will be able to live better. This is why I think it is sacrosanct that mm. among us, as Africans in the diaspora, we need to share our story. Yeah. Let's tell each other where are we coming from? What have we learned along the way? Mm. Now, this is why. If we don't share the story, other people like us are going to suffer more because they don't they wouldn't know how to fine-tune their way. No. Because it's a very mm. complex society, the one that, yeah. that we are living in. That is why it is functioning. Society is really complex. But if we know now, because you share with me, I know what you did when you just came to the UK or when you came to uh, uh, Canada or maybe to Italy or Germany. Except I'm stupid. I will not repeat those errors. No, exactly. Exactly. So this is why <laughs> I think it is important. So at any time, people like you that are coming online to share, we need to share our story to help mm -hmm. other people. All right. In 2007, you started this radio program, you said, no, in, uh, in Scotland. Yeah. That is something fantastic. Tell us about it. How did you do that? Okay. So after releasing my album, my two albums in 2016, after organizing concerts, at that point, about seven years, six, seven years, I wanted to be able to give back, yeah? As, as, as an independent artist, I was not able to get on the big platforms, but I thought, why not create your own platform, share your music, give other artists the opportunity to share their music, as well as communicate the love of Jesus. I believe in communication. I believe in inspiring people. I've said that, you know, I believe, I believe in leaving people better than when they first encountered me. I believe that people can be the very best version of themselves. And I know that I have a gift, you know. Um, I've got a gift. I, I, I was given a word of prophecy a few years ago, years ago, and they said, you have a voice. 
And I thought that was just a singing voice. But no, I've got a voice of inspiration, the voice to encourage. So I thought, why not set up a platform? At that time, maybe if I knew it was podcast, I should have started a podcast then. <laughs> but set up a radio station. Yeah, set up a radio station. Give other artists the opportunity to play their songs, to share their creative works on your platform. Build a website. Tell people stories. Funny enough, one of the very first things I did, I used to do was I had a blog called I Testify. I was just sharing people's testimonies and stories. I turned that into a radio show in another radio station, but I had to move from that location. And so with all I had learned, and I I'm, I'm, I love the media. My family, I come from a family background um, of media. So I thought, set up this uh, radio station online. People can get it online and then share their music, communicate of the love of Jesus, share your own music. So that's how it started. And it started to grow. It started to evolve. One year, it was growing. People were getting to know us. And because of my background in digital marketing, social media management, um, social, social media, I, I started to use those tools, you know, to promote it online, since it was an online radio station. And I know how many people were like, ah, don't text us, don't tag us, don't do this, don't do that. But now those same people <laughs> are using all those concepts, you know, and strategies that I was using. So it started to grow. More people got to, began to know it. And um, in 2022, so it's a radio station on its own. It's not just I do a radio show on the station, but it's actually a, a full-blown radio station with all the works. I'm actually in the studio as we speak. And um, it's now live on digital audio broadcasting in Scotland. So if you tune in from your car, you can get it. It's not just online or website or an app. No, it's it's in the cars. It's in the small audio boxes or FM radio. It's not FM. It's not an FM station because that's a whole lot of money. <laughs> but it's a digital audio broadcast. So some parts of Scotland will get us. And um, it's just been growing from from strength to strength. We're now in our sixth year. We've got amazing radio presenters. We've got fantastic radio shows. And we're always on the lookout for people to come and share their story. I have my show. I do my show Mondays to Thursdays uh, from 6 a.m. It's it's like a, a morning devotion show, morning inspiration show where you're starting your day. Maybe you you the night before you had had a terrible day. You just tune in in the morning and you will enjoy a couple of hours of fun, entertainment, inspiration, you know, uplifting music, word, message just to help you to start your day right. Um, so that's that's it. As, as, as an African living in Scotland, it's been challenging because um, some people think that, oh, it's just a hobby. I remember one of my friends saying, ah, this is your hobby. When is it going to end? Go and get a real, go and get a real job. <laughs> Another person tells me, oh, why are you not like the big radio stations? And I'm like, wow. But you're not helping me get there, are you? <laughs> so, but it was it was such a it was such a privilege when last year using the power of visibility, personal branding. When last year we got an email to say, "Hey, Heart Song Life, that's our name. We love what you do, 
and we would love you to come on our multiplex. So a multiplex is uh, is different radio stations broadcasting on one or a couple of towers. So these guys were starting a multiplex in Edinburgh and they found Heart Song Live. Why? Because we had been showing up, we had built our, the brand of Heart Song Live and they saw that, wow, these people are good at what they do. We don't have, and that's the thing about standing out, what makes us different. We don't have a Christian radio station on our multiplex. And so they invited us. And so we're, we're now there um, broadcasting on digital audio. And um, the, the, the guy told us, well, for community, um, for businesses, this is what we charge, but we're going to charge you as a community radio station. So that's the work we're doing here. And we're hoping to be able to train young, you know, um, young students who have a love for media, who have a love for broadcasting. We're, we're, we're trusting that in the next year, we're going to train them, teach them how to use the broadcast facility software, choose them, teach them how to use social media as well, so that they also can start branding themselves. And maybe a radio pro producer, a radio broadcaster, or, or, or what you have there. Thank you so much. That is that is really important. We are proud of you. You see, Thank when... you so much, <laughs> you're welcome. When we see our uh, our brothers and our sisters somewhere doing something great, we should all be happy about it. At least, maybe you might not be the one that is spending the money, but at least you can just clap for them. That that can be enough. <laughs> exactly. Just support, 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 support. <laughs> I love that. So. Thank you. Uh, so what is the key message that you are sending out from this radio? So the key message that we're sending out is you can be, you can do, you can have whatever God has designed you to have. So be inspired to take action. Be inspired to do good. <laughs> be inspired to bring value. You, you talk a lot about bringing value. Be inspired to bring value. On my radio show, I pray a prayer every morning. I say, God, cause us to be a blessing to every person we come in contact with. So that's the message. Every person you see, leave a blessing with them. Be kind to them. Leave a word of encouragement. Um, support people. But um, be kind. Be good. Be inspired. You can make it. That's, uh, I think most people will tell you, ah, you can do it. Get up. You can just go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's interesting. That's so interesting. All right. So in, um, I think in the beginning of this conversation, when we're talking about um, um, brandy, you did make mention of a word that I like a lot, which is pillar, that you need to build yeah. pillar, something like that. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to spend some time there. What would you mean by pillars in personal branding? Uh, okay. Tell us something, yeah. So I think what I was referring to there was your content pillars, if, if I can remember. And what they simply are, are three to five things that you talk about every time when you're building your brand, right? And so let's say, for instance, one of your content pillar is confidence or fitness or health. You now begin to talk about that 
particular subject, but in different content forms. So um, you can say for confidence, let's use the word confidence. So confidence is my pillar. So you can um, talk, you can teach about confidence. So you produce educational content. Because what I've noticed is that people just put only one kind of content, bam, 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 maybe tips, 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 or encouragement, 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 inspiration. But you have to blend, <laughs> blend it. What, before I continue, what the, the content pillars do is that they keep you focused, yeah? They, they, they make you recognizable and they also make you stand out. So back to the different content form. So we're talking confidence. So we can teach five ways to develop confidence, for instance. Then we talk about um, transformational uh, kind of content or where you now share your story of confidence. So like in my case, I used to be very shy. I used to lack confidence because this, that, that, that happened to me. But through my process, through my journey, through a mindset change, because I had to do a lot of mindset work, I am now confident in my abilities. And then you turn it back to your audience, asking them, have you ever suffered from a lack of confidence? If so, what did you do to get out of confidence? So if you, if you notice, your confidence, you're not just... Um, you're not just talking, oh, everyday confidence, confidence. You're varying your content. But everybody knows that this is a confidence queen or confidence king. So you share educational content. You share transformational content. You share inspirational content. This is where you can share a quotes that inspire you. And you must give context to the quotes. Do you understand? Say, for instance, I think somewhere during this conversation, we talked about a quote I read about um, when you rise and shine your light, you're giving other people the permission to shine your light. So I now begin to talk how that quote relates to me. So I'm not just putting out the quote there for everybody, but I now begin to relate it to myself, you know, and how that has helped me. So you share inspirational quotes then you share like maybe feedback or testimonials maybe you've taught somebody you've helped somebody overcome their confidence and the person shares the, their story to say hey before i met over here i used to feel this way but this happened that happened now you put that out that way you're building trust with your audience you're building connection with your audience because they're like oh wow this person knows me. And then um, while you're varying your con con content, there are, for those people who like to be funny on social media, you can actually add jokes to your, uh, your posts, but still stay in, in your pillar content, if that makes sense. So that's what I mean by content pillars. There are three to five topics that you talk about regularly. They, they, they give you an identity. They cause you to stand out. They, they, they place you as uh, as the authority in your niche because people now begin to respect what you say. So um, that's it. I hope that answered your question. Absolutely. Of course, you know, um, I so much like what you say that I could we could stay here forever. Uh, there is a lot of value that you are sharing here. <laughs> of course, to the benefit of our audience. <laughs> All right. Because we are talking of content, I, I wanted to 
touch something about audience uh, because it, before you were saying something to the effect that you cannot save everybody you cannot just be serving yeah, the world yeah, no? yeah, yeah. You, you need to uh, limit yourself you need to have a focus mm -hmm. i think uh it's Ale alexandra grand bear who said that uh uh, the sun rays does not burn until it is focused. Mm. So it means that you can, without being focused, you can't really go anywhere. You will just yeah, waste your yeah, energy yeah. everywhere. It, it will amount <laughs> yeah. to anything. All right. Yeah. Now, for people who are maybe starting out, who are not yet pro in the in the in the field in business, in content creation, what would you suggest to them on how to find who their audience really is? Because as you are starting out. You don't yet have all this figure out. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. So the thing is, when you first, um, when you're first starting out, we all had to start from somewhere, right? And we knew what we liked. We knew what we didn't like. So personally, I started to find people who were speaking my language, you know, whose message I could resonate with. I started to be in their company. I joined their Facebook groups, yeah? I joined their Instagram chats. I joined their LinkedIn chats. And what I was doing was trying to understand the people that were responding to, say, for instance, the content that I loved, yeah? And then I began to connect with those people. So, hey, say, for instance, Obehi, you put out a post. And a, a lady comes in and comments on your post. I did this personally. I will click on that lady, go to her profile. Do I like this person? Is that some the kind of person I want in my audience? Is that the kind of person I want to work with? And if my answer is yes, I connect with them. I follow them. I message them and I say, hey, I love your content. And then we start to build a connection. And I did that for a while. Sometimes I would just decide, okay, today I'm going to engage with at least 50 people. At least these 50 people, one of them must like me. <laughs> if you're just starting out, I would suggest join Facebook group of your niche. What is your niche? Is it women over 30s? Is it women who have just had babies who are going through postnatal depression? Is it painters? Is it creatives? Look for your tribe. Join their group and talk on their group. Don't just join and be a silent listener, a silent partner. No. Don't go. People do that a lot. You put out content, you run away and think everybody should like it. And then when you come back, nobody likes it. You start feeling rejected. No. You haven't built that connection with anybody. So join Facebook groups in your niche. Begin to build connection there. If anybody puts a post, comment. You'll be the first person to comment and leave a valuable comment. Don't go, it's nice. I like it. Or don't leave an emoji. No. Add to the conversation. And then even when the person replies to you, keep adding. Keep adding. At the end of the day, you want to give value. And then you're beginning to get noticed. Do you understand? It was when I started, you know, giving value, people began to notice. Who is this person? What's she talking about? You know, and then they come to my page. They like what I, I put out. They come to my inbox and send me a, a message. So I'll say if you're just starting out, you don't have an audience. 
go to where you want uh, you want to be. Bottom line, I'm just using layman's language, but ideally is your niche. Find out your niche. If there are lawyers, find out a lawyer group. I'm working with a client now who's doing a journal and I gave her a strategy. One of her strategies was go and look for uh, um, mom's group, parental groups and be there. And when I say be there, don't be there to promote, promote yourself. Be there to add. And when it's time, you can share what you do and what you have. So that's what I would say. Uh, you see, I was going to your website uh, and I find um, that you have an interesting uh, coaching program. Yeah. Uh, in fact, you did make mention of it, uh, Evolve. Yeah. What does it mean? <laughs> so for me, Evolve really is just, um, uh, it's growing. Do you understand? It's growing to the person that you have been called to be, that you have been destined to be. But going through the process, going through the challenges, going through the joys, going through the mistakes. So every step you take is leading you to that point. And Evolve is about the journey. It's about the lessons you are learning. It's about the impact that you are making. Being this unforgettable, being this unforgettable person that if, for instance, now right now over here, a podcaster, and they're, they're looking for podcasters in a room of opportunities, your name comes up. So for me personally, that's what it means to evolve. It means to grow. It means to learn. It, it means to be so valuable that people cannot help but to recognize you and mention your name in a room full of opportunities. I, I share the, the screenshot uh, so that um, those who are, who are interested, they can enroll uh, in the Evolve program by Elohom. Um, because it is important, no one can do it uh, uh, alone. We all need each other. So if you need help, she's here available, uh, willing to help you. So join the program and enjoy the benefit thereof. All right, now Elohom, I have something to ask you. What is your satisfaction? Why do you put all this energy? Why do you invest it in what you are doing? I, Tell I me about wonder. that. That's a good question. I wonder, why am I doing it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I love, I love people. I love, 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 love people. I love making a difference in the lives of people, no matter how small. I love um, the fact that because of me, somebody's life changed for good, you know? So I do everything I do because I want to inspire a woman, a young girl, a man, a young boy. I want to inspire them, you know, to be the very best version of themselves so that they can live a fulfilled life. So my wife really is just to, you know what? You're a woman, you're a man who struggled with confidence because I've been there. And I, and I know what I went through. I know what I suffered. So for me, it's just helping people, impacting their lives for good, um, helping them live a fulfilled and a satisfied life, helping them, you know, say, you know what, no matter what I've been through, I know I may have been knocked back several times. I can still rise again. Thank you for that. That is important. Now, how can people find you those who want to connect with you you have a cause there you have something okay. that you are offering so yeah fine use a few seconds to promote it please go ahead 
Okay, so you can find me. My website is elohoifemy.co.uk. Um, on all the social media platforms, that's Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. I'm still learning to deal with the others, but these three, <laughs> you can find me as elohoifemy across all platforms, and it's spelled E-L-O-H-O. There's no R. E-F-E-M-U-A-I.co.uk. So find me. Um, find me across Elohoi Femwai. And um, if you if you would like to have a a conversation with me to say, hey Eloho, I'm just starting out. I will need your help. I have a free discovery call and I will send that link to um Obehi so that he can put it on the on the notes and then you can just click it, contact me, and then we can see how I can help you. That's why we are here, for the help, for the assistance, to be there for each other. Yeah. All right. We have really had an interesting conversation. I have. Uh, we talked about a lot of things, um, and you added a lot of value here. Thank so you. How would you. How would you conclude the conversation? It can be a message. It can be a, a line you want to retouch. Uh, please go ahead and do that. Okay. What I would like to say is find you, be you, and do you. That's powerful. I don't even want to add anything to that. <laughs> thank you so much it's been great thank you so much i celebrate you sir if you enjoy this podcast make sure you subscribe so you never miss any of our future episodes rate and review overhead podcast and share with your friends who might need it i remain overhead thank you so much for listening i'll talk to you in the next episode